topic growing up in Brownsville today I have clipped interviews by two Brownsville veterans first Iron Mike Tyson and second Shannon Big Dog Briggs they won't be singing and they won't be swinging but they will be bringing the science so let's drop it so they can chop it without any further ado. Let's do, let me, let's let it do what it do. I am Mike Tyson and Shannon Briggs. Another Brooklyn champion, Brownsville, man. Brownsville, Brownsville, Brownsville champion. Well. So tell me, what was that like growing up in Brownsville? Well, I oh. know, but we need to get Wow. It was, it was, uh, it was, you know, it was, uh, it was, it was the 80s. It was, first it was the 70s, and then it was the 80s, and then it was like, you know, survival, you know, it was, it was rough. Everybody was, was poor. You feel me? It was yeah. poor, you know? Everybody was poor, but it was like, you know, it was the haves and the have-nots. Some people had it. I was, you know, I was fortunate. My mom's was a working mom, and she, you know, tried to keep me fresh. And and it was those who was trying to take the Pumas or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It was like, you know, I used to go to Bessie Head Pool. I had my sneakers taken from me. Remember, and I'm, I remember leaving my, I'm not, actually, it was at Atlantic Towers Pool. They took my sneakers from the pool and shit. You know? And no, yeah, that's so awesome. And you knew Fat Russell and stuff, huh? Yeah, that was, I, I, I grew up with Russell. Actually, he used to babysit me when I was Yeah, a kid. really? Yeah, Listen, yeah. Um, Rusty, Rusty. I, I, I used to live on Atlantic between, what was it, Rockaway and Sutter? Was it? So I lived up there. I used to live in there. I used Right across the street from um, Atlantic Towers, and that's where I met Russell. My whole life, him and his sister, my whole life I yeah, knew him. Yeah, yeah. I grew up with them. They, they, uh, they used to babysit me as a kid, you know. Johnny May is his sister. Yeah, I knew my whole life. Yeah, their mom was a great woman. She did a lot for the building, you know what I mean? My whole life I knew him. Yeah. Mm. Isn't that why my whole life I knew this guy, and now I know this guy. He knew that guy. Yeah. Mm. Shout out to Rusty, Atlantic Towers in Russell, the house. Russell, always a nice person. Yeah, good dude. Fly Rusty used to used to be fly back in the day. Russell, always a nice man. Yeah. Wow. Did you guys uh, know each other growing no. up? No. No, only there in Boston. Never knew him growing up. I left already. Mm. And I came trying to, you know. How old were you in 78? Sheesh. I was nine. Yeah, he was just nine when I really left. I was locked up. At mm. 78, I got locked up, and I stayed in the system, and that's how no, I, I was came like about. seven, seven. Yeah. <laughs> seven or eight or something like that, yeah. Wow. I was born in um, 71. Mm. Wow, 71. But you were a legend, so you was in, the, you know, your name always rang bells when you came back to the hood. Everybody was like, you know, and then we was happy because we from Brownsville, so it was always like we was the... We the dirty part, you know what I mean? We like the dirty dudes of Brooklyn, so to have If anybody know we're from Brown there, but hey, you watch that guy. You be kept watch else they'll beat the shit out of you and get you kicked you out or something. They didn't want Brownsville guys around us. Nah, they didn't want us around. So Mike being from Brownsville and being successful, it was uh 
it gave us a lot of hope. You know, it gave mm-hmm. us a lot of hope because it was a lot of, it was no hope until then you see Mike and you're like, wow, it could, could be something. You know what I mean? So, but I was one of those guys always in the corner, had my crew always snatching chains, picking pockets, mm-hmm. breaking in cribs. I was just one of those kids since I was 11 years old. That's who I was. I thought that was my destiny. I was going to die like the rest of my friends. I, that's all we knew is robbing people. Mm-hmm. Sticking people up, robbing your mother's boyfriends and stuff like that. And this is all we knew, robbing people. All we knew, robbing, if they're not your friends, everybody else is a victim. Mm. You know what I mean? They're prey. Facts. So you learn how to fight early. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You learn how to fight. That's one thing we did. I I tell people, we was too poor to afford guns, so you had to learn how to fight. Wow. Everybody box, you know. And plus, play fighting was a big thing, you know, slap boxing and. So it's like everybody in Brownsville can fight. If you <laughs> girls, everybody, you know what I mean. Yeah. Everybody was fighting. You yeah. had to have a. You had to have a. Listen. This is what my from my perspective. Um. If somebody knew that you're prepared, you're prepared to kill them. You had all the respect in the world. Facts. Else, you already had some bodies or something. Isn't that crazy? If you kill some people, you have respect. Fear. fear. Yeah, everything was fear-based. Brownsville fear-based. Fear-based. was fear-based. fear-based. I was always afraid. That's why I brought my life to the ring. And everything, my, my, everybody was afraid. The fucking, uh, listen, the fucking audience were afraid. Yeah. You know, they were afraid. You know, I had that image, that ever, and it's just... It would rule my life. Fear rules my life. Mm. Yeah. You know, I, 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 you know, a lot of people say, you know, from when you come from the veil, man, you suffer from PTSD. Right. That's just a fact. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Because you grow up from an early age knowing you go on a bus. You know, I mean, somebody gonna try to take your bus pass after school. Some oh, your sneakers. Your sneakers. Oh, they wanna you fuck you. Facts. I tell people. I tell that to my wife, and she be bugging out. I'll be like, yo, you know. Mm. I grew up worried about getting raped and shit. You yeah. know what I mean? It was rapists. And uh, remember the guardian angels had to come to the hood? Yeah, no, that's Yeah, it was, you had to worry about getting fucked. Real talk. As a boy, getting raped, that was a big thing. Like, you know, had dead arm was out in the hood. You had, it was, you know, like, it was legends that, you know what I mean? Ra- you know, of people that did shit like that. So it was always wild. So growing up like that, you don't take no shit. When you get, I, st- I, I, I carry it now. Like, I don't, I have to be careful with my temper. Mm. Because you know, sometimes I I can snap because I'm, I'm I live that you know what I mean I live it. I, I, it's hard to let that go. It's not even that I can't let it go. It's who I am. Right. I was born into. I was born in Brownsville, yeah. December fourth, nineteen seventy one, and although I've been far removed from it, living in Florida, I still carry the uh, you know the feelings yeah. of don't don't fuck with me or I have to show you. You yeah. know what I mean? Don't make me show you because I will. You feel mm-hmm. me? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I always, um, that's funny that you said that. I'm, I'm tripping that this guy said that because I don't want my kids to know who I really am. Uh, Isn't that yeah. something? All yeah. my life, my kids are grown, I'm grown, but I don't want them to know who I really am. Mm. You know, I don't want them to know. But that's, that's deep. Yeah. Like Mike said, though, if you grow up worried about going to take out the garbage or going to get the newspaper and you get raped, then you will, you know, at an early age, that's something you learn. Be careful. Mm-hmm. So now as you grow older, you're like, okay, now when you go to jail, that's a whole nother part of 
Brownsville because it was like a rites of passage. If, you know, until you go to jail, you haven't, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're not official. You're not, you know what I mean? You're not a real one. Yeah, pretty you, much. You know what I mean? If you're in that life, if you're on the corner all the time snatching chains, picking pockets and stuff. And listen, when I went, when I first got locked up, I was 12 years old and I was so scared. And then, because when I first, it was late at night, so I went up there and so I went to my cell and they closed the door. And then it was daytime. I had to go to to the um, I had to go to the fucking um, where you go when you have to eat. I had to go to breakfast. Wherever all the inmates eat breakfast, right? So when I go to when I go to um, the chow hall, I go to the chow hall. I see all my fucking friends. I'm scared to death. I go to the childhood, I see all my fucking friends. Now I'm a fucking god. Nobody better fuck with me. Mm. And then, so I love being there. Mm. I've been, every time I came back, I got locked up. I love being in Spotify. All my friends were there. Yeah. You know, being in the, all, and every time I was locked up, then I went upstate. All my friends are there. Mm. Nobody's going to touch me. No, nothing's going to happen to me. And so that became my home, being an institution. I became institutionalized. My pops died in prison. My pops, my stepfather raised me. He died in Marcy, upstate of Marcy. And it was like, I remember going to visit him. Pardon me. I remember going to visit him in Rikers. It was like 80, 88. And it's hell going to Rikers, getting on the bus. That's crazy. Getting to Rikers is hell. It was crazy. You know, getting to Rikers Island is hell. It was crazy. It was crazy. And it's and then I remember we was in the uh, we was in the visitation room. It was crazy, and I was I was in Rikers Island, and I knew that it was gonna be a place where I would eventually be because I knew people was there. You know what I'm saying? I was asking, "Who did he see?" My pops was on some yeah. some serious stuff. Like, "Yo, stop playing! This ain't a game." Like he like Shannon. Your mom's just telling me you doing this, you doing that, and you know you don't want to be here. And he he he's a, a a big man, strong man. And he had tears run down his eye. He said, you don't want to be here. This ain't what you think. This ain't, this ain't, you know what I'm saying? But at that point, my life had made a turn. You know what I mean? I had grew up, you know, although I lived in Brownsville, I lived up the hill. You know, Atlantic Towers was always nice. Up the hill. It was nice. And then we moved down the hill. Yeah, I, I lived up the hill, and then shit got bad. No. We went down That's what hill. happened to me. I went down to Marcus Garvey. Ooh. You went down to Amboy. You went down to Amboy. Ooh. I went down to Marcus Garvey. Right down, down the street. There, you don't know what's down that hill, nigga. It's another level. Woo! It's another level. Hell. <laughs> hell. It's another level Ocean, down there. Listen, I mean, Ocean Hill, Brownsville is beautiful. When you yeah. going down that hill, whoa. Nah, they get it popping up the hill, though. But down the, the hill. Monks, the monsters, it's you know. another level. Ooh. Yeah. Woo. You can't even believe people like that exist. Fuck. You can't believe people like that exist. Yeah. Wow. When I moved down the hill, you know what I mean, life was different. And then I was getting into like little shit and then my pops I went to see him. My mom was like, I got you know, into a little trouble here and there. My pop my mom took me to see him and he was I never seen him cry, you know what I mean? And he cried. He was a big dude, big like you. Yeah. Dark skin. He was my stepdad. He raised me. And he read he had red eyes naturally. He was crazy. And he he cried and he said, You don't wanna be here, Shannon. And I and I felt like he was 
like he was dissing me. I felt like he was saying mm. I wasn't built. Like I, w- I couldn't take it. You I was were like, too weak or I was, something. Yeah, and I was rebellious. Like, fuck that. You're going to see. I'm going to make mm. it. You know what I mean? Because I had heard, heard all the stories. Get your knife. Do it. And looking back, it, was, it shows my ignorance. It shows mm. that I was in such a state of ignorance living in that hood. But all I knew was what I was going to eventually be die in prison all my friends was there what i asked about this person that yeah, person. yeah 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 i know and, that story and to follow his the footsteps I mean, he went down the hill i went down the hill we got evicted from atlantic towers we got evicted me and my mom and and at that point we lived all over brooklyn and and i found starry city and i found jimmy o'farrell and that was the change of my life you know getting into boxing was it was the, the whole. I was nothing without it. You know, what I mean, it gave me a life. It gave me an opportunity to travel the world. Mm. And you know, I eventually met Teddy Atlas, mm. who he had grew up with and trained with. So it was like it was ironic. Mm. Then I met Michael Mike Marley, and he was such a. He was my first, you know, manager guy. Found me. He was like, you know, Mike Marley very, very well. well. <laughs> very well. It's, it was crazy because Mike worked worked no, for listen, Don. Listen, I was watching. I'm gonna blow your mind. I was watching something on YouTube and then something came out. It was your, it was almost like a documentary about you. And it showed you with Mike Marley and how you had dreadlocks and you were so thin and you, <laughs> you were just youth. You were just a young guy. Yes, brother. Let's Bro. get a child. Word up, word up. I am Mike Tyson, man. World champion, Shannon Briggs. Brownsville veterans, for real, for real. Let me tell you something, you know, despite, uh, you know, all the dirt that they may have done in the streets and how they grew up, you know, the, they succeeded in life. And I think that that's a bigger thing. You know, they always remembered, you know, their past and they've always used portions of that in their future to become successful. I think that right there is a credit in itself. You know, Mike Tyson... You know, he was known as the baddest man on the planet. No diggity, no doubt. When he got into the ring, he brought it. That's right. (laughs) And if you didn't bring it, you got it. Trust and believe that. Some of the fastest knockouts in heavyweight history. Michael Sprinks, 92 seconds. Was it something like that? Please stop the bus. The baddest man on the planet. You know, he, he 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 came, he conquered. Hey, and it is what it is. That's right. Shannon Briggs, another hard man. Shannon Big Dog. That's right. When he get in there, he barking. You best believe it. He's sparking you with them jabs, and when he hits you with that big one, boy, somebody tell you, tell him a bedtime story. Believe that. Believe that. No dig, no doubt. But I love these two gentlemen, man. You know, someone else, uh, some, two two other people to to represent uh, the community that they come from, Brooklyn and Brownsville, for say. And I just, you know, take my hat off to both of them because they they've done some very very amazing things. They've done some very very amazing things, and uh, they they have brought the sport of boxing to 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 where it is at a time when boxing was, was totally falling off. That's right. Boxing was nothing, you know, since the, the greatest, to, to my, and myself, the greatest Muhammad Ali left. 
then everything else left with it. It slowly diminished until the uprising of champions like Iron Mike Tyson, Shannon Briggs, you know what I'm saying? Eddie Mustafa Muhammad, another Brownsville veteran. Zab Judah, another Brownsville veteran. You best believe it. They left their marks in the ring. That's right. And they also left their opponents on their back most of the time. Big credit, big credit. You know, big ups. Brooklyn, you know, the culture, the people, you know, never to be uh, forgotten. Never to be forgotten. You know, and I, I just cherish, you know, uh, stories uh, as such because I believe it, it just brings such a light, a bright, bright light that, you know, through the worst circumstances, you know, you can come out, you know, with the brightest futures, you know. Brownsville makes you hard. It makes you go hard or you go home. You know, you grow up with that. That's it. There's just no shaking that. But with that being said, i just like to say, hat off to both of them. I am Mike Tyson, Shannon Briggs. Brownsville for life. Best believe that, man. Brownsville for life. Love you both. I tell you. Once again, short episode for the strong one that just exploded. But I have to say goodbye. It's the O, the Z, the Oz. Uh, that's me. Brooklyn, Brownsville, Urban View. You know what we do. Their perspectives all day. But we through. Peace, love. Love, peace. Stay strong. Stay black. And always pay close attention. <laughs>